Are you at a choice point at the moment? Are you being called to make a decision, whether that's in your life or in your work? And maybe you're just not sure quite what to decide. On average, we make about 35,000 decisions a day. And it's no wonder we get tired and we put off decisions that are difficult and hard and that require a lot of thought and emotional depth. In today's episode, we explore how to make good decisions and how to make those big decisions that you need to make in your life and your work. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. In life, we're always going to face different choice points, crossroads, and there's going to be times when we need to consult our own inner wisdom to make decisions. These decisions apply not just to our careers and our work, like should we take that job opportunity at said company? Should we study that degree or that program? Should we put our hand up and say, I want a pay rise? But equally, these decisions apply to our personal life. Do we want to say yes to this partner? Do we want to start a family? The common denominator in being an adult is making decisions. And yet, unfortunately, many of us haven't had the training to make good decisions. And without any training or awareness on how to make good decisions, so often we can default to giving our power away, expecting others to have the answer for us, and making decisions from a place of should. Today, I want to talk about how to make quote-unquote good decisions in not just a sound and smart strategic way, but in a way that also honors you, your emotions, how you feel about the decision, and to support you to find a way to navigate whatever decision or choice point you're facing in your life or in your work at the moment. Full transparency, I am quite an indecisive person. I tend to be quite easygoing. I don't have super strong preferences. Well, at least that's what I think. My husband might have a different perspective. And yet I tend to put off decisions. Why? I don't like having to make a choice. There's a part of me somewhere that loves to keep my options open. And whilst that can be a really great thing, 
It can also mean that I have open thought loops, open energy leaks, and I am not focusing on what really matters. So decision-making has been a very conscious area of exploration for myself, and I see this as an essential tool that we all need when navigating choice points in our life and our career. And this comes up time and time again with the clients that I work with. In my programs, I speak to decision-making in soul-aligned ways. And today, I wanted to share some frames of reference, some context to support you to make a good decision. This is going to be a little bit of a workshop-style podcast. So I invite you to begin with to think about a certain decision that you're being called to make in your life, in your work at the moment. And I invite you to, number one, identify what is this decision about? What's at stake here? And I want you to allow yourself, step number one, to really get all the thoughts that you have around this decision on paper. Your mind is not an enemy. It's not something that we have to battle against. And rather than try and should your way through everything, I want you to actually meet what the thoughts are. The other day, I was delivering a live workshop in my program, and we were talking about decisions. And I mentioned this decision that I had more than a decade ago when I was considering taking a job at another company. Now, on paper, the decision seemed pretty obvious. Of course, I was going to go for it. It was with a reputable company. The perks were really good. The opportunity was fantastic. And I had certain thoughts about it. So I thought, yes, I should do this. It's going to tick the boxes in terms of career progression, in terms of opportunity, all these things. And there was also a thought of, can I handle it? Can I fit in, in this culture and in this workplace? And so in meeting all of those thoughts, the next piece that you want to get clear on is, well, what's the core question that you're asking in this decision? Like what's at the crux of this decision? So for me, going back to this example of whether I should take that job, what was at the crux of that question that I was asking was, is this career move right and true for me? That was the, the crux of the question. And so I want you to think about your particular challenge. Like what's the question that's at the crux of it? Is it where is the best place for me to live? Is it what's the right choice by my family around this? Is it can I really make money doing what I love? That can often be a question that comes up when we're looking at pursuing soul aligned careers, which by the way, if that's a question that you're pondering, you can check out more on episode five where I talk about meaning and money. Can you have both in your career? So that's what you want to do. That's step two, like get clear on what's the question, what's the fundamental thing that you're grappling with when it comes to this decision. And getting clarity on that can be so helpful because that's when you can really see what's at stake here, like what's really driving the decision. And oftentimes we live in indecision because we don't want to meet that deeper question because it can bring up all the feels. It's not a clear-cut answer, or maybe the answer is really clear-cut, but it requires courage and it's a hard decision to make. Which leads me on to step three. So once you've got to the heart of the question that you're asking, you wanna meet the emotions, all the feels that comes up in your body when you meet that. So for me, going back to that career change example, the feels that came up for me were, okay, my ego was flattered. What a great opportunity, thank you. The other feelings I was meeting was oh, imposter syndrome. Am I really smart enough? Are they going to find out that I'm not really that good at what I do? 
Can I handle it? Maybe I'm not as high achieving or high performing as I thought I really was or wanted to be or I am. And meeting the feelings is really important because you want to get honest. You are a human being, not a human doing. And so in meeting your emotions and what you feel, you allow yourself to really meet the real threads of gold that are here to be met and to be felt. And when you can meet and feel that, then you can move on to step four, which is to reconcile all the thoughts you have about your decision with how you're feeling and to find a medium that actually feels right and true for you. Now, that framework is quite a simple framework. To put it into practice can be quite challenging. And in that example that I mentioned with the career change, with the emotions that came up, I ignored them, which is why this framework came about, because I didn't let myself feel doubt. I shamed myself for feeling like I couldn't handle it. I told myself I was being weak and that this is what I should want. And I overrode my feelings to just listen to my mind. And so this is why it's so important to me that you feel and you let yourself meet the emotions and you allow yourself to really go there. And what do I mean by feeling your emotions? Just noticing, do you feel anxious? Do you feel despair? Do you feel disappointment? Do you feel excitement or aliveness? These are all clues that you want to follow. And emotional intelligence, for lack of a better word, or emotional discernment, knowing how to dance with your emotions is a key skill, which is why in episode 10, the previous episode, I spoke about embodiment and why it's the essential key to a soul aligned career in life. So if you want to hear more about that and how to work with it, go and check out that episode. But essentially, those are the four steps that you want to follow to make a decision. Now, when you're making a big decision, such as I was all those years ago, like, should I stay in my career? Should I go? We really need to have developed our muscle in decision making. And it really is a muscle. And I really am a huge proponent in starting small, making small decisions around what do you want to wear that day? You know, what color do you want to paint your nails? Or how do you want to cut your hair? Like really simple, seemingly insignificant things. These can be real ways of getting really clear and discerning what is your yes and what is your no and what is your, yeah, I don't have a genuine preference for. Because here's the thing, as women, we are so easy to go with the flow, to be easy, to not kick up a fuss, to not be difficult. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be clear on what it is that you want and what really matters to you so that you can make clear decisions. And so the way that you start is by making seemingly insignificant and seemingly small decisions. I'm sharing this from experience in my own life, because as I said, being an indecisive person, it's taken muscle and it's taken practice to make clear decisions and say, yes, this is what I want. No, this is not what I want. And I see the power of this work with my clients. This narrative of the perfect woman imperative that I speak to at length which if you're just tuning in for the first time, I speak more about in episode two when I talk about the number one killer to doing work you really love. You know, this perfect woman imperative is the narrative that we have to please and we're here to serve and, you know, our preferences don't matter. And it's just not true. Even as I speak to this idea of like being selfish, it brings up a visceral response in my body. And this is the thing, you don't have to... Again, I've used this phrase before on the podcast, which is an awful phrase, 
but you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It doesn't have to be either or. Like your preferences doesn't mean negating somebody else's. Having a clear understanding of what you want is power. And so cycling this back to making a decision in your life and your career, I've shared a four-step framework for doing that and why it's so important. The other thing that I really want to speak to is what happens when we don't consciously work with making decisions. If we put it off, if we let others make decisions for us, or we consult 20 people to get their opinion and based on what they share, decide from there, this notion of should will come in. And often I hear this with my clients. They'll say to me when I'm asking them, what do you want to take away from this session? It's like, I want to know what I should do about X, Y, Z. And this notion of should runs so deep in our culture and it's pervasive. And the shoulds are what is genuinely running the show when it comes to how we make decisions. And my invitation for you with this decision you're being called to make is to ask, should according to who? And who stands to benefit from you making that decision based on what you quote unquote should do versus what you genuinely want to do? The truth is you are here for a reason. Beyond merely hustling, grinding, merely surviving and making sure that everyone else is taken care of. You matter. You deeply, deeply matter. You came onto the planet knowing who you are You trusted yourself completely. If you needed milk, you weren't afraid to cry. If you needed to have your nappy or your diaper changed, you cried out. You did not doubt that. Somewhere along the way, we learned that our needs aren't always met. And regardless of who your parents were, whether they were super loving and attentive, or maybe less so, and not on that scale of emotional availability, we all have stories of, can we have what we want? Is it okay to claim that we want a certain thing? And my invitation to you in making this decision is when you ask, what should I do? And you're asking that should, I invite you to bring back what feels right and true for you based on your metrics of success, what you value, what matters to you. Then what should you do? Please, please don't make a decision based on shoulds just because that's the status quo just because that's what makes sense. Going back to that example that I shared, if I had asked people what I should do, everybody would have said, of course you go for it. You should do that. Great company, great everything. You should, you should, you should. And that's coming from their perspective. That's coming from their value system. But nobody knows what it is like to live in your body, what matters to you and what you're living in the day to day. And the reality for me was, Yes, it was a great job. It was very challenging. But in the day-to-day, it literally felt like I was in the wrong place and my soul was just dying that little bit. Not because there was anything wrong with the organization or the people I was working with. They're awesome. They're fantastic. It just wasn't the right fit for me. And so when you're asking, what should I do? Take a step back. What should you do based on what you want, what you value and what matters to you? And notice if that changes your answer. The final piece that I want to speak to in terms of decision-making is this piece around courage. Peter Drucker, the very famous management consultant, said, whenever you see a successful business, someone made a courageous decision. And I think this applies to life. Whenever you see someone living a life that they are passionate about and that they love, 
and that stretches them and allows them to grow and allows them to experience life fully, someone made a courageous decision. We don't live in isolation. What you decide to do or not do does impact others. And so I encourage you to meet the ripple and the repercussions of what it means to make a decision and to ask yourself, what's it cost? Are you going to choose to play it safe, to stay small so as not to hurt anyone, so as not to stand on anyone's toes? Or are you going to have the courage to live a life true to you and to live a life that matters to you? No one can answer that question for you. You can't give your power away for someone else to make that decision. And here's the thing, when you claim back your power to make decisions, if you make the wrong one, quote unquote wrong one, I don't believe there are wrong choices, just all feedback, there's no one to blame, right? Like you made that decision, that's on you. But that can be very empowering because with that feedback, you can make the next right decision again and again and again. And you and I both know that this life is going to require lots of decisions, some small, some big. So let's just go ahead and practice, hey? All right. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a comment for me over on social media and share. And if you want to go deeper, come on over and join me for a free training that I am running very, very soon. It's called Your Path to a Soul Aligned Career, where I dive into more of this and explore, you know, this head-heart relationship, how to meet what you feel, how to meet the discomfort, to get clarity on where it is that you really do desire to go in your life, in your career, and how to courageously make those decisions to support you to get there. If you'd like to join, you'll be able to access the link in the show notes, which you can grab over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 11. Before you go, I want you to know this. You are here for a reason. Beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving, you matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz.